0: Listening to Splash with Shalene Bryan. Get ready to be splashed with love and laughter to rehydrate your soul. Well, welcome to another episode of Splash. I'm Chalene Bryan here with my buddy Barbara Cameron. Hello, everybody. Ready to splash you with a little love, laughter, and encouragement to rehydrate your soul. And I'm almost as excited because I can't totally say I'm more excited than, than Buddy here. But I'm <laughs> almost as excited as you because our next guest, I was at the birth. I I was right there in the hospital, walking the halls with Can, walking back and forth, walking back and forth. And even though she's young, I love the verse, don't look down on them because they're young. That's right. Just turned 23, celebrated a big birthday. Mm -hmm. But she has so many titles after her name. I I was like, get a job. That's what mine said at 23. I mean, she's an actress. She's a model. Singer was on the, hello. The voice. The voice. Yes, she was. But not just the voice. Freaking Adam's team. I mean, is there any other person? (laughs) So, um, an author, a YouTuber, a TikTok celebrity. I mean, she's a future. She's she's a future going to run the country. I'll vote for you. You know what I mean? (laughs) So, please. And and Barbara Cameron's granddaughter. Granddaughter, My beautiful granddaughter, Natasha. So, welcome (laughs) to the spa show, Natasha Verrett.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Okay. We were just talking before she got on here, you know, mm. she got stranded on a plane in yes. Tampa for six hours, yep. met a dog, um, shared <laughs> the time. gospel, and uh, made it home safe. Yes. So a um, little sky church for you, you a know what I mean? It, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Blasting some, you know, praise music because she thinks the, the flight's going to blow yep. up and no right. one's letting you right. know. Yep. I mean, I can feel her right now so much. I just feel like I'm gonna oh, tattoo her it name on scary. me because I, I yes. this happens so much because of just traveling, mm-hmm. yeah. and yet I can't. I think I keep thinking every time I want to complain that the disciples had to take donkeys, right? So I'm like, dude, I'll, I'll take Delta. You know yeah, what I mean? Like I'll I'm just gonna whatever it is, American it is. Delta, whatever yep. it is, JetBlue. yes. Mm-hmm. So Natasha. You just came back from a big movie. Yes, yes, I did. And you were kind of playing someone's daughter yes. that a lot of people would know that's our age. Yes. Tell yes. us whose daughter you were playing.
1: I am playing Christine Carlson's daughter in the movie called Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. Woohoo! Yeah. I can't wait. I'm you, so excited.
0: You never told me about your Amazon Prime movie. Well,. Yes. Okay, it's so good. No, I loved it. <laughs> Thank you. Going to the coffee shop. and the, No, I loved it. I'm like, Natasha, Thank you. Thank I went you. to the other movie, to the premiere. Yes, yes. The dance, the yes. love, the boom. Faith, hope, and love. I mean, That's you're right. just blowing up with these yes. movies. Try. Trying, and it's funny because do you feel sometimes people are like, oh, do you do comedies? And yet, you're really good at dramatic stuff. I don't like doing comedy at all. <laughs> I really don't. But you've been making me laugh since the day you were born. I
1: really don't like doing comedy. I would rather cry right. a thousand times. Oh, the drama, <laughs> right. the dramatic actress. Right. Right. Yeah. Yes, she's yes. going to win the
0: Academy Award. Yes. In the family, yes, for sure. Yes.
1: I so love drama. tell
0: me about "Don't Sweat the Small Stuff." What was yeah. the movie about?
1: It's Called Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, the Christine Carlson Story. So I love true stories. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. It was it was such an honor to play the role that I had and just be a part of this film and this this whole family story, which is so amazing and tragic but beautiful at the same time. Yeah. Richard Carlson, who's Christine's husband, passed away and he was, you know, this brilliant life author and had so many wise words to give, and he just randomly passed away. And so the movie is just kind of Christine and her two daughters coping after his death and, you know, leading on his legacy and all these things that he left behind for them. And um, I think for Chris especially, it's really hard because he was this protector and did Mm -hmm. everything for the family. And now she's left raising two daughters who are in that prime stage of becoming who they are and figuring out what they love and all that type of stuff. So I play Jazzy. Uh, who's the older <laughs> daughter. Mm-hmm. It was such a blast. We just wrapped a couple of weeks ago when we shot in Nashville for a month, and mm-hmm. it was so fun. Oh, and that's I a fun it. place to mm-hmm. live. Yes. <gasps> it's actually, I believe it's supposed to be set in California, okay. but we shot it in Nashville. So sorry. who
2: played your mother?
1: Uh... Oh, Heather Locklear? Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Heather Locklear played
0: my mother. I mean, how was she as far as. What's she gonna you know? say, buddy? What's well, she gonna say as far as she No. You no. Know. I,
1: mean, I mean, I would be honest. Don't I know. You know me, I'd be honest. She's an aide on the Enneagram. Yes. <laughs> she's like, yes. I'm gonna lay it down. No, Heather was absolutely amazing. I really had no idea coming into it. I didn't know anyone who was cast before I got there mm. except for Heather. hmm. And I didn't know what to expect. And I've worked on sets before where, not that I haven't gotten along with people, but you just maybe don't vibe or there's not the yeah. chemistry. And, and especially since all my scenes were with her, I was like very, very nervous because I just mm-hmm. wanted this to be perfect. And she is one of the most kind, hilarious, just hardworking, selfless people. When we would be on set and there would be, you know, an apple box to be moved or a shade to be moved, she would go grab it mm-hmm. and she would go move really? it herself. Yes, she was like, a total trooper and helper, and she was just also awesome. one of the funniest people. So I had a blast with her. It was so fun. So yeah, fun. Yeah, I knew <laughs> that. Yes, yes. That's <laughs> yes. right,
0: How fun. Okay, now with the acting, is that what your main focus is on? Because I do want to go back because I don't want people to miss that you are a triple threat. Yes. You know, not everyone mm-hmm. in the family, buddy, is a triple mm-hmm. threat, That's okay? True. This girl can sing, yep. she can dance, yep. and she can act. That's right. And I think you should be on America's Next Top Model. I've told your mom seven times that. I'm like, every time I've watched the show or binged it on an airplane, Yeah, right, the camera, right, And camera I'm like, her. the camera loves you. It's, <laughs> juicy. it's just the way God made you. You have nothing <laughs> well, you to do what? with
2: it. She's been like this since she was a totally. little girl. I mean, I have we have photos. photos. We have photos of her
0: yep. just singing and performing. Mm-hmm. I mean... <laughs> It's in you. No, it
1: is. It's I in know, her. but it
0: wasn't like you could go to anyone in the family like you can with athletics because of your dad right. or like you can with acting with your mom. When you wanted to do The Voice, I was mm-hmm. so proud of you. You were young. Yeah. And you're like, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. And, mm-hmm. and you were there. Yes, I was there. So tell that. me about this because it wasn't <laughs> like, so, Mom, how does this note sound? Yeah, music... And, like, your mom can carry a tune, but she does not have your voice. Right,
1: right, yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that is all you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even sound good in yeah. the shower.
1: No, it was... Uh, music has always been such an interesting part of my life because, again, no one... Except for Lev. Lev actually has a very he good does. voice. Yes, Lev he has does. a very good voice. Oh, maybe I see a duet mm-hmm. coming yes. out. Maybe a little but, family band. Yes, but definitely no one in my family is, like, super musically inclined. So right. when I was younger, it was, it was always something I loved, but not something I was ever super outspoken about because... I just didn't have anyone who I could really relate to where it was with tennis and acting, I could mm-hmm. go to either parent. So, uh, but when I was in high school, I really realized like, this is what I want to do. Started leading worship at church and just got more performance experience and also doing musical theater my whole life.
0: Yes. so I love those too. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm.
1: It's such a great help. So then the opportunity just came to to just like send a producer an audition to see if it would work out. And I did. And then I I got the opportunity, like, hey, you can actually fully audition in front of these judges. And I did not want to, honestly. I really did not want to. Mm -mm. I did not want to at all. Those, like, type of shows freak me out because I, my nerves are, like, at a level 11 out of 10. So I was like, I just don't know. I'm super good performing in front of, like, a bunch of people, but when it's, when you're being more judged, I guess, Mm. in that sense, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how this is going to work. So I didn't want to do it. Mm. And my mom from like such a young age was always just telling me, if there's any opportunity, just say yes to it. doesn't matter if you're scared, if you're nervous, like say yes to opportunities because you just never know what's going to come out of them. And if it's poor, then move on. And if it's great, then it's great. So... In my head, I was just like, Okay, I'm just gonna say yes. And even if I'm scared and I don't know what I'm gonna do, it's fine. And I did it and
2: And you were fabulous, by the way. Thank she you. had no idea, but she was so good. And Thank especially you. with the duet.
1: The duet was, I my was favorite. I was playing that for great grandma. Oh, really? Yesterday
2: I actually played it and I it just brought back such memories and I saw you with your attitude and your I know. Just how you
0: played that. Yeah. I loved it.
1: Yeah. yeah. But it was such a fun experience and Definitely one I will not forget. <laughs> forever. <laughs> forever, yeah. No, forever. Yeah.
0: And ju- and what a wise thing to say, right? Mm-hmm. You just say yes to God. Yeah. That's right. And these yes, opportunities Lord. that come to you, your mom was so wise in telling right. you that. Mm-hmm. Because look at all of that that came out of it. Mm-hmm. Not to mention just not letting fear have any weight on you. Exactly. Like at
1: all. Exactly. I think that's something I'm trying to learn more and more just as I'm growing as a person to not let fear dictate the things that's, that I do or that can happen in my life, kind of just like with the plane thing. Right. I was like, I can sit here and worry and all this stuff, and I just blasted worship music, and like, I'm just gonna have no fear because I just know that it's already taken care of, and right. God already has a plan for all the things in my life. So in that, I felt safety in just knowing it's gonna be okay, even if it turns out horrible. It's okay, mm-hmm. you know? I remember it's all when all part I finally
0: life. realized, too, fe- certain fears, and especially when I became a mom, mm-hmm. um, you would have a fear. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want something to happen to my child or them to die on my
1: watch or right, something, right, right. Because
0: right. I was so new as a mom. And I remember reading the verse in the Bible, super small verse, fear not. Mm-hmm. And so when I am in fear, I've actually cut off the Holy Spirit. I can't even hear God. So here I'm freaking out and I'm screaming to him. But he said, I said to fear not, not because the plane's about to blow up, not because your kid's not breathing, not because boom, not because boom, but because I said to fear not for the Lord, your God is with you wherever you are. And that was really powerful to me, but I didn't get it at your young age. Mm. I had to wait till I became a mom, Mm. right? right? And I realized no wonder when I was young, I'm screaming out to God when I'm freaking out about stuff. And he's like, I can't hear you, Shalene. Mm-hmm. You're not obeying me. You're outside of the circle, circle of blessing, blessing. right? That's you're right. <laughs> outside of it. And so it was really powerful for mm-hmm. me. And it's so neat to see you stepping into your calling at a young age. But also, you're so transparent on your social media because you have a whole business going. I mean, right. mm-hmm. this is what I love. So Natasha, I'm, I'm similar to her in this way. You know, I get into college and I look at the professor's now, mind you, my husband's a lawyer. My kids have all graduated college. My son's in law school at mm-hmm. Baylor right now. And I was looking at the professor going, I could be making way more money than him. What am I doing here? Like, I'm an entrepreneur. Like, I want to mm-hmm. create things. I want to build things. I want to make things. I want to, mm-hmm. I want to, I want to, I want to. Mm-hmm. And so I did. <laughs> yes, you did. Yeah. And I never looked back. <laughs> totally. I, I took that money people spend on college. I started businesses and yeah. then I mm-hmm. sold them for a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And this has been you since day one. Yeah, mm-hmm. You're an entrepreneur. I would much rather, to be honest, sorry, all of you with the degrees, I will hire someone street smart all uh-huh. day long over your Harvard degree. That's right. right. Now, if I, I don't, ever want to be the smartest person in the room at my companies. Right. I will hire people to come around me that are from Stanford. That's the smartest thing you can do. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Agreed. But what I've learned more and more is leaders do it scared.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so as you're leading and building your company and your brands, and I love all the places you're taking it, like with the fitness and the mm-hmm. cooking and this and that, and I want to get into that. But you're leaning into things you love. yeah. And I can tell. And that's why you have so many followers because you know fake
1: yeah, you know when
0: someone's faking it. Mm-hmm. You haven't been on a diet, Shaleen. You need to lose fifty pounds. So don't be promoting a diet plan. You know what I mean. But it's like when you talk about these things, <laughs> Natasha's, di- but when you talk about these things, <laughs> <too funny>. yeah, <laughs> but when sorry. you talk about the things you're doing, I can tell you love it because you probably say no to hundred other offers. Mm-hmm. So with acting, what is your goal right now? What is your pursuit? What are you focused on? Because I've known you since you were born. And yeah. when you get focused on something, I mean, you could have taken the U.S. Open if you wanted to do tennis. Yes. She used right. to kick my yes, butt right. at eight years old. And I wanted yeah. to get become a 3'5 at the tennis club. Mm-hmm. And Natasha, we were in Florida. I'll never forget. She goes, move your feet, Aunt Chalene. You got to keep moving your feet. I guess I was standing flat but She goes, you got to move your feet. You got to move your feet. I'm like, thanks, Natasha. This eight-year-old's <laughs> kicking my butt. And I'm trying to get on the tennis team at North Ranch. <laughs>
1: That so tell so me many. what you're
0: focused on right now.
1: Any opportunity,
0: to be honest, I like love anything
1: that. that I can get my hands on and and work on. I just want to get more experience and I just want to learn and be on set all the time. But I think specifically, I would really love to be on some sort of drama series or just to do more drama films. I've done, I've only done films. I've never done any sort of series mm-hmm. and not. I'm not interested in. Well, I'm not super interested in sitcom. Like I'd rather stay yeah. away from comedy. I think that's like my mom's lane and she's great at yeah. it. But I'm definitely more interested in, like, the raw, real, darker, more emotional stories, Mm. Um, and... Yeah, I think just working on a series would be so fun. I always get so attached to people when I work on these projects. And you're only working on them for like the a gal month. The guy that played your
2: sister. Oh, my yes. gosh. The two of you. Yes. Oh, what was that? What was that? No, they just, you could tell just by your Instagram, you know, and the things yeah. that they would do. And the one that was downtime. How yeah. much fun you guys had. Yeah, oh. so Ella, who
1: played um, Kenna in the film that we just shot, she and I clicked immediately. And she's 14. Oh, wow. And she just came with her mom and she came to film. And we just clicked, and we spent all of our time together on set. But then on our days off, we would hang out and just go drive around. She spent my birthday with me. And, yeah, and it was great. And so, and even with Heather, like, everyone on the cast and the crew, just, you become so close, and I love that. And then I always say, oh, we have to leave, you know, when the shoot is over. So I would love to work on something longer, just also because I think character-wise, I love to see – characters develop and where they start and end, and it can be so quick in films. Mm -hmm. And so I would love to just really get to know someone in, like, a deeper level character-wise also. So that's kind of my focus right now. More true stories? Either. Either. I loved... It was really interesting doing this biopic and having to play someone who is still alive and to recreate their story. And it's also kind of nerve wracking because you're like, I don't want to mess this up. And I want to mm. I want to do it justice and mm. play it accurately. But it was, yeah, I think any, just any story in general, I think that is super raw and real and you can see all these ups and downs. But obviously to have a redemptive story is always fun. So. When
2: we were over there having dinner, Natasha did share one of the scenes. Yes. <laughs> And oh my! I'll show you after.
1: Okay. Yes. I can't wait.
2: Unbelievable. Yeah. You talk about emotion and and
1: oh yeah. I can't
0: even. I can't even explain it, but yeah, you got to watch the movie. Yeah. It's pretty. So I was just recently binging (laughs) because Bryce wasn't feeling well, so we were just binging Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we binged a show like Mm -hmm. a series you're talking about that was you.
1: Mm. And I'm like,
0: Bryce, who is who is she, the star of this? And he's like, Natasha. And I'm like, right, <laughs> couldn't you see her do this? The Outer Banks, have you seen it? Yes. You're the girl, the yes. girl's you, actually. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Natasha, you would have killed this role. Like, I, <laughs> I so can Outer see Banks. you in that yeah. lane and playing yeah. roles mm-hmm. like that. And that, you know, here she's between her boyfriend and her parents and, her d- and the yeah. dad and the betrayal yeah. and all of it. And it's such, it was such a good show. Yeah, it was such um, a good show. And well-written, mm-hmm. like so well-written. Tell me, because I know you've written books, mm-hmm. um, and I have two. Yeah. And I'm more of an audible person. Like, I'm more mm-hmm. TED Talks, and I mean, that's how I got my book deal. They heard me speaking, and then they go, we <laughs> want you to write a book. And I go, no, I don't want to write a book. Right. I hated English class. Right, <laughs> like, right. And so, do you have any desires to write more? No. Okay.
1: <laughs> no. That's why I love her. No. That's why I love her. I do not. Yeah. I loved the experience. Yeah. And I was 17. I was so young. Like, it feels like... Million yeah. years ago, yeah, and it was when I was coming out of high school that I wrote, uh, Let's Be Real, and I loved it, it was amazing. But I definitely learned from that experience I'm super audible, I would rather give a speech for an hour rather than write. That's mm-hmm. just not my style. I also think my thoughts go a mile a minute to doing a podcast like this is so easy for me because I right. can talk for hours, but sitting down and writing on a typing on a computer is not my thing. <laughs> so I feel like if I ever did a book, it would probably be far time in the future and it would be because i really want to like i really have something that i'm dying to say and to speak about yes because also a lot of the things that i talk about in Let's Be Real and in my book or also on on my YouTube channel. And that's also, it's the same thing, just me talking about advice and life stories and it's what I already do. So for me, I feel like a video or an Audible platform is a lot more suitable to me, but I did have a great time, Yeah, you know, working on it.
0: I know, I'm so grateful I did it so that, you know, whenever I go to heaven, my grandkids or their kids can know my heart and what I was about Mm -hmm. and what I worshiped, you know, with Love, Skip, Jump. But then when that did well, I enjoyed... I think I leaned in more to Ridiculous Faith and now right now I'm I'm working on two other projects mm-hmm. but it's not, I have to realize that I'm doing it for what I love to do. Right. Because this is so easy for me to do a podcast too. Like I could sit up here and we could talk about a million things. Sure. From food to fashion not to me. fun. No,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Great. I you are quietly no, listening no, no, no. back
0: and forth. But it's so interesting. But I, I want people to know because I think that sometimes when you're with a very powerful family that God has, didn't say mm-hmm. oops, that ha- he had you born under, mm-hmm. from even your grandma in Russia mm-hmm. and your dad. And it's so funny because people say to me, oh, Candace and Natasha look so much alike. And I go, no, no they don't. No, they she looks just like her dad. Mm-hmm. Right. I said, have you seen that's that? Right. And he's behind the scenes. He's the cool one that's the I best see, dressed in the I room. I see babushka yep. all the I time. see babushka too. Yeah, all yeah. The time there was a picture
1: that my dad sent the other day and lev was like this is your twin literally and i was like i know know." it's it's amazing
0: so tell us a little bit about that your relationship with your dad because i know people in social media see you and your mom all the time Mm -hmm. but tell me about that because i got to see a front row seat to some of that which is so awesome to be i think making you the strong woman of god that you are today
1: Mm. so share that I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> this a long one. Um, I mean, I love my dad. I love my mom. I love both of them. They're amazing. My dad and I are two peas in a pod. Mm-hmm. We're so similar in multitude of ways, which when I was younger was not always the easiest because yeah. we would butt heads and we react to situations very, very similarly, mm-hmm. which can be really difficult. And he also was my coach when I was younger, so there was a lot of pressure right. coming from him from like a sports angle. And Mm -hmm. sometimes it just, when you're a kid, you just want to like have normal parents. But, you know, (laughs) I have parents who both travel and who have crazy jobs. And it felt very, it just felt different to how my friends grew up, which I mean.
2: But they're very disciplined. I mean, that was tough.
1: Yes, they're very disciplined. I mean, my dad came from Russia and, (laughs) you know, came from literally the middle of nowhere. And it it definitely affected how he raised me. Mm -hmm. He was super disciplined, which I feel like I'm so, so, so grateful for because... Today, right? Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. So grateful for because, not that I look at other other families or other kids, but I do see the difference in just the way that I grew up versus even some of my friends and their relationship mm-hmm. with their parents. And even I think that's affected me so much in the way that I handle business mm-hmm. and my career and my determination because I just see that from both of them, but especially my dad whatever he puts his mind to, like, he will accomplish. It doesn't right. matter. It could be in fitness, food. It could be is. Right. I'm going to start a is. wine
0: label. Hello, Beret family whatever wants to go it is. That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I remember, I mean, this is one of the coolest things was when he went on Battle of the Blades, which was, mm-hmm. you know, yes. the Canadian. In Canada, yes. Yes. And he was a Russian, and no one wanted to vote for him, and he won the show. You know, this is a Canadian (laughs) show, and no one wants to vote for. And he won, and we we laugh about it. We're like, we cannot believe that this happened because the producers were like, no, no, like you know, even though you're definitely the best, like it's not gonna happen. And he put his mind to it, and he won.
2: I remember when he (laughs) threw her at the very end. It was like a triple she did. Yes,
1: yes, it It was just
0: figure skater. (laughs) Yes, yes, Yes.
2: Yes. she was a figure skater, and he's a hockey player. Yes, I know. She he threw her yep. and he she did a triple yep. and
1: I mean it was just it
2: was,
0: we were screaming no at the it TV. was it's it was ridiculous it's but it, it's
1: it's funny it's those type of things where I look and I'm I'm just like you can do whatever you want because you have the determination and That's you're right. disciplined and you you set your mind to something so it's 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 one of those things that I really admire about him and I hope I can continue to implement in my own life but yeah he's he's amazing and has, uh influenced. Me in so many ways. Not so much in my immediate career, just because we do such different things, but yes. in his mindset and the and way and that the work he had, Yes, work yes. ethic yes. for sure. Work. Yes, I feel like, you know, really came from him.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's
2: great that you can see the difference between other families, you know, that where their parents weren't yes. intentional and weren't supportive of them and disciplined and all of that. And you can see the difference today and what your parents instilled in you and, and uh, the hard work that they they showed you because it's working today.
1: Yeah, I think it even stems from, my dad would make us get up before <laughs> school at 5 a.m. and go on a run. Yep. And, you know, even during our summers, we would have to work out all the time and we were eating super clean. And and there wasn't necessarily something to work towards, but he was just teaching us discipline. Like, this is what you got to do for I yourself. I remember some of
2: those disciplines with, yes. the, with the tennis ball. No, can I yes. tell, well, can I tell I,
1: you one And the, running around the yes. neighborhood. Um, okay, so I'm, this was my memory too,
0: <laughs> in Fort Lauderdale with mm. tennis. Yeah. That was about so, <laughs> she she snapped off to her coach mm-hmm. who happened to be aka her russian father yes. and so i'm watching natasha play and practice cuz it was just so inspiring and then of course you look the part like yeah. i mean i mean I know. she's getting endorsement deals at seven you know what i mean and so she's playing tennis and her dad's giving her a lesson and she snapped back and he he said something to her in russian mm-hmm. which I, you know I didn't look it up or anything. <laughs> and um, then she did it again because she's just as strong-willed as her dad. Right, she right. did it again. And he's like, Shaleen, let's go. And I'm like, oh, and she had to be eight or something. I'm like, oh, we're going to, yeah. he walks off. I get in the car with Val. Val leaves her at the court and she mm-hmm. had to run yep. all the way home. Yep. home. And, um, Hop in more times so than yeah. I can <laughs> And it's just like, but it, it is, it's all those little things. Yep. When you love people well and you show up, yep. it's like mediocre. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we doing? Right. That's why Brooke loves spending the night at your house, to be mm-hmm. honest. She loves training. I mean, she's yeah. up at 4.30 every morning as a Division One athlete. Sure. And so running with your family, and she's like, "No, yeah. yeah, I like it, because Val gets up, we run. Yeah. We run, and mm-hmm. he says to go around here, and we do this, and we do that, especially when you guys were in um, Marina Del Rey. Yeah, that was a cool exactly. run. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so she'd spend the night, and she's like, oh, yes. Yes, because I'm like, I'm not getting up at 5 in the morning. And I'm a disciplined mom, too. But I'm like, ain't getting up at 5 in the morning to run. You go to (laughs) Uncle Val's house. But she loved the discipline. And I think most people do, right? The Bible says, withhold discipline from your child. You hate your child. Mm -hmm. And that's hard as a parent to lean in. And those of you listening right now... That's the most loving thing you can do. Mm -hmm. And you grow up and you honor that because you see parents who are just, well, whatever you want to do, Billy. Mm -hmm. And they're Lucy. No, Billy, you're not living here at 30. Get out of the house. Speaking of that, you moved out. Yeah, I know you go house at the dog sometimes. Yeah. It weighs more than you. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> um, a, lot Boris. a lot, <laughs> <And I'm laughs> like, Or Boris. He's I love him. Oh, I'm so He's sorry great. you have to no, uh, you know, I house know, it at the Malibu I know, house. I I know. <laughs> so sorry, darling. Oh, the Malibu house. I know. Um, but your new place that you got, yes. who's living with
1: you? My best friend, Sheila. Okay, Sheila. Who, yes, who I only met... Oh, two years ago, I was okay. living in—before uh, the pandemic, I was living in another place, and I had met her the month that I moved in, and she was living in Houston back home. And then we became friends, actually, over quarantine, which was crazy. We were we were friends. We were, you know, close, but— You weren't calling her your best friend? No, then, right? no, not at all. And we—I don't even know what really started it. We just kind of started FaceTiming, and then it would go from one hour a day to up to seven hours just on the phone talking to each other— just at night, and we yeah, couldn't, know, just, you know, because during quarantine we didn't have anything to do, and my no. parents were asleep, and I was up, so we would just talk on the phone <laughs> yes, for fun. six seven hours, <laughs> and, young you know, and, yeah, and we would just talk idol. about, yeah, yeah so we just talk about life and whatever, and then, yeah, we became best friends, and then she moved out here, and we were just like, yeah, we're gonna live together, so in a little place now. <gasps> yeah, I want to really... meet
0: her. Yeah, yeah you she's would, great. She is, she's, she's great.
1: Amazing. She is one of the most well spoken kind people and Mm -hmm. she's she's yeah she's really fun she's special
0: so tell me what you'd want people who want to become influencers like you there's a lot of people listening and that's their dream yeah there's cool things and there's negative things about that what are those because obviously we're not influencers here (laughs) I'm not even on TikTok
1: (laughs) you know what I started this when I was 15 I started YouTube and Instagram for fun. I would consider acting and music my job. Yes. And that's that's what I'm so passionate about. And when I was younger... I was just doing YouTube for fun because it was what I was watching mm. and I wanted to make it. You know, since I've been like five years old, I've been making mm-hmm. iMovies mm-hmm. and little videos. I know, and no, shows. I have those videos. I'm I sure. I'm sure. I yes. have so many of them. I'm saving them so I that know. I can sell them one day. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was something I did for fun and I feel like people picked up on that because when you're genuinely passionate about something and you love it and you're doing it because it's what you want to do, people see that and they're so interested and yes. they can tell the difference between someone who's being fake and who just wants numbers or followers versus, hey, this is, I really want to just share with you like what's on my heart. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is a job. Don't get me wrong. Social media is hard and it is a lot of work, but it's, I don't consider it my job just because it's something that's so fun for me. But there are so many negatives that come with, doing social media just because you are allowing people to have opinions about your life Mm -hmm. and for them to comment freely on whatever it is you're doing. And I get so many (laughs) negative comments a day Mm -hmm. that sometimes affect me more than others. Mm -hmm. I know like a couple of months ago, it was really affecting me where I would just, I have to leave my phone and I wouldn't go on it the whole day because if I went on Instagram and I saw a negative DM or, you know, something just not positive, it would... The comment wouldn't affect me. I think it would affect me in the way that, wow, someone really thinks about me like that and that's so not true and I wish I could change their mind but I can't change a thousand people's minds of me and 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 who cares Uh, who cares about other people's opinions like as long as I know and my friends and family know who I am then it it doesn't matter but it can be so hard when you're like but that's not me so I don't know why you're Mm -hmm. you know pinning these type of comments or assume that I'm like this so Mm -hmm. that's a really difficult thing to deal with and something that I have to get used to, and I've been dealing with it for so long, just obviously being in the spotlight since I was little, but even more now, just separating myself as my own individual and doing my own things, you definitely get a lot of those negative comments, so you just kind of have to drown them out.
0: I remember, and I shared this on one of the other episodes of Splash, but when I started speaking a lot, Francis Chan, our pastor, he said, one in ten, Shalene." and I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, if you're speaking in front of ten people, one person can't stand you. And I'm like, what do you mean? I didn't even meet him. I didn't even meet him yet. Like, something like I offended you. And he's like, so keep multiplying that. So you're speaking in front of 10,000 people, Mm -hmm. speaking in front of 50,000 people. This many people can't stand you in that audience. And so it's so great because it just reminds me that God says, fix your eyes on things to come, Mm -hmm. not on earthly things. Be in the world, but I don't want you to be of this world. Mm -hmm. And it was very freeing to me because I figure there's nobody walking this planet that can throw me into hell or lift me up into heaven. So I really don't need to suck up to you. Yep. You know, I don't really need your approval. I'm putting out information or content or things I'm passionate about. Unfollow me. Yep. Don't show up. But as long as at the end of the day when I put my head down, I'm like, God, are you pleased with the wife I was? Were you pleased with the way I love my kids and my neighbors and my girlfriends and my sister? Then I'm cool, like you said. And it's like so, it's amazing how... Faith like of, of a child. It's like here you have this youth about you, Natasha, mm-hmm. and yet you have this wisdom to know. Yeah, that does hurt and it sucks, and it shows you how miserable people are. Mm-hmm. Like, is that what you're doing with your afternoon? Mm-hmm. Talking about some girl you've never met in your life, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and negatively mm-hmm. talking about them because totally. out of the heart, the mouse speaks right so you just want to go oh man Mm -hmm. like you're having a really bad day (laughs) yeah hope the one on one freeway is okay you know what i mean (laughs) hope your plane doesn't catch on fire totally um but i want to segue into that because i think sometimes when people see your boldness of your mom and and her faith and that then they assume that all of you are super christians Mm -hmm. and that's just not true right Mm -hmm. so tell me when that became your own and not and i and even for my kids, you know, Mm -hmm. their own and not just, well, I was raised in a Christian family, so we're just all Christian. Right. Um, No, there's no such thing. I mean, for years I was missing heaven by 18 inches. I had head knowledge of it because I went to Sunday school. But my heart was going to start businesses, make money, and kick butt and take names. So when did that for you become your own?
1: I would say when I was in... I think I had—I kind of went through waves when I was little. I definitely—I went to church, and I went to Sunday school, and I've never not believed in God. Like, that's all I've believed in. Um, But to make it my own and really understand who I am as a person and that the only person I need is God was probably when I was maybe 14 or 15. I was going through a really hard time where I just— was dealing with so many internal things and I couldn't really find happiness and I was fighting with my parents a lot. And it was just a really, really tough time for me. And I went to Canna Brooke just worked there. I know, I know. She went there for a month this summer. Yeah, it's amazing in Missouri. Yes, so. Sports camp for Jesus. It's. I I feel like everyone needs to go there. This is what Brooke said. No, 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 it is unbelievable. And it was crazy because we're from California, and no one out here goes there. <laughs> right, they and, go to Hume Lake. They yeah. don't go out there, yeah. And it was during a time where I was really struggling. I was fighting with my parents, and a lot of stuff was going on. And a couple of months prior, my dad had, like, a wine tasting, and his his one of the men there was like, oh, my daughter goes to this camp called Kanakuk. You know, if you ever want to send your kids, it'd be really cool. And my dad was like, okay, cool. And then a couple months went by, and then I believe my mom was either speaking or at a conference with Joe White, who, you know, heads up all of Kanakuk. And it was during this time, and I think my parents were like, I feel like this is a sign to send Natasha to this camp because so many people are just randomly coming up to us and recommending it. And none of, like, I feel like no one in California knows no, what Canada right. is. I had not. Yeah, exactly. So my mom and my dad were like, I just feel really called. Like, this is where she should spend the summer, and, you know, we can all just enjoy what's going on. And so... They sent me, having no idea what the camp was. They sent me for a month, by <gasps> the way.
0: That's how long brickwork. worked. A month, a month. Yep. yeah.
1: And I was, like, fighting to go so hard. I was like, I do not want to go. I don't know anyone there. And everyone who goes to Kanaka, a majority of them, they've been going since they were so little. You know, you go, and then you have sleepaway camp, and it's, like, the best thing every year. So I was nervous. I didn't know if I was going to make friends, and I went. And then it was the best life-changing experience of my life. Mm. And from then on, I just really— I just really had an outer look at myself and I think saw what my relationship with Christ was and how I wanted it changed and how I wanted it better and all that stuff. So since then, I feel like that's what really switched gears for me was just being in that environment and honestly surrounding myself with people who are really driven to just have relationship with Christ and pursue that. So if any of you guys are listening, any parents, send your kids to to which is the best place. And since then, I mean, after that year, I went for as long as I could until I was too old. And then Max and Lev went Uh, and they were obsessed with it. They too, at the beginning, they were like, I don't want to go to camp for a month. And, you know, I don't know anyone there. And I'm telling them, you have to go. And they couldn't go for a while because they had hockey training during summers. That's what they do. And then I was just telling my parents, like, you have to send them. You have to send them. And then since they went, they mm-hmm. wanted to go and wanted to be a counselor and, you know, all yeah. that stuff. So, and yeah. Kirk sent a couple of his then, yeah, too. exactly. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. Everyone well, what, loves it. what did you it. say?
0: Kirk's and a couple oh, yes, of Oh, yeah, right, yeah. 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 No, James was just James. there. Yep. When James, Brooke I, was there. Yeah, yes. and I think
1: Luke, Luke, Luke went. went, yeah.
0: Yep. Crazy. You know, Brooke's boyfriend, who's yes. from Virginia, yes. has worked there for the past 10 years, I, Isaac Altizer. I know, I don't. He's like, does... All of the, like, put you on your teams and in your stuff. Yeah, and then yeah, he yeah. Speaks
1: sometimes. I um, wouldn't be surprised if I went to camp with him. I just don't oh, know. No, what I can't term. wait to show you a picture when we got off okay. Splash
0: Zone. Okay. They've been dating now six months. It's very okay. serious. And we flew him here. And yes. Okay. He's like age. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna be 25. Okay. Um, but yes. Brick and Isaac, her Hi. first boyfriend. Hello. <laughs> so now it's like that's, I'm like, no, that's the Berets told me about Canada. Yeah. I didn't hear from anybody but them. Yep. They told me all about it. Natasha endorsed it. Yep. It, was, it great, was a great, great place camp. to go. Unbelievable. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. We're actually me. taking her to lunch, yes, listeners. Yes. You want to join us? too bad (laughs) (laughs) wish you could be there wish you could be there if you know you know Um, but thank you for listening please splash a little love on your family today like Natasha just did for us Mm -hmm. and remember when you splash it creates a ripple Mm. and it can help somebody today that's maybe feeling like they're in a drought or in a situation that they weren't prepared for don't forget to splash some love on someone today Mm -hmm. thank you for listening
1: Thanks for joining us today. Come splash with
0: us at chalenebryan.com.